on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. Despite Crown Jewel happening last Saturday before last week's episode came out, this is the week we're going to talk about Crown Jewel B ratings. And I thoroughly enjoyed the show. It was above average, I would say. It was good. Another another good one in the Triple H era. He's doing a great job. And the weekly recap. We are, I think, simultaneously building towards three different pay-per-views slash premium live events right now. So Full Gear being the first one, which is happening next weekend. Survivor Series the weekend after. And then this NXT one. They're not really building towards that much right now, but you can kind of see the shape, like what's shaping, what's going to be shaping that. And that happens, I think, two, maybe three weeks after Survivor Series. Yeah, you can see that shape more than you can see the full gear shape at this point. So, well, <laughs> I mean, no, just kidding. Don't I mean, yesterday, you look finally. at the Wikipedia page, and there's still some stuff not on the Wikipedia page for Dynamite yesterday. Dynamite. Finally, did some shaping for it. Yeah. Last minute shaping, but well, second to last minute shaping. It's it's dynamite's struggling. A lot of people, a lot of people don't like dynamite right now, and I don't know. I might. Which no I one might, likes rampage, which just means that AEW is struggling. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's rough. It's very rough right now. But we'll talk about it. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT Russell Pod. Joe, you ready to go? Yep. Oh, let's go. Welcome in episode 81 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan. I'm joined by Joe. And we are, since it is the season of thanks, I would like to be thankful for the fact that we are not verified on Twitter, Joe. So we won't we won't be having to pay $8 a month to continue to be verified. Um, well, I think, I, I don't know. I think that if you're actually legitimate, you don't, you still don't have to pay. I don't know. Like if, if you're, if you're a real account, you don't have to pay. But if you're uh, like the run of the mill schlub, you have to pay $8 a month and then it makes it look like you're important. Hmm. And then if you go to that page, I'm pretty sure it says based on paying $8 a month or based on being important. Well, maybe one day we could be important, but I highly doubt we, that. Yeah, I, I doubt it. That would be like... Unless we make friends with someone backstage that can give us news that we can break, but then I'll be the enemy at that point. Yeah, I hate people I that do that. that. No. Sean Ross Sapp, stupid bitch. I also hate and at the same time love Sean Ross Sapp. Fuck that guy. Mostly because he's never wrong. He's, he's wrong sometimes. 
and then also he ruins no, he spoils I believe things. He spoils him. Yeah. He's I I just that's that's the that's the worst part about wrestling nowadays is everything gets spoiled. I, I want to be surprised. Different mm. S word. I'd rather be surprised than spoiled. Um I'll spoil you, Dill. Thank you. You're welcome. What are you gonna get me? Uh not a verification check mark, that's for sure. I didn't want that anyways. So now I have to pay eight dollars because I'm a nobody. All right. Anyways, um the only other things that we talked about, even potentially talking about. So the Vince McMahon uh investigation, I guess, is yeah. finally over. He's apparently free to return to the company. Please no. <laughs> yeah. It's uh I, no. Nobody the wants S- the SC the SCC or SS, I don't know, whatever. Uh Whatever it is, the Better Business Bureau equivalent decided that they didn't need to uh, file any charges against WWE or Vince McMahon. So he's got no charges technically brought against him. And if the WWE decided to, they could bring him back. And since he's still the primary shareholder, technically that decision could be up to him. Hopefully he just takes a takes. Takes retirement. Looks like he's having a good time. Please stay retired. Yeah, I did see a... uh, I don't know if this is real or not, but I saw someone leak a picture of him having a dinner with somebody the other night. Yeah, he's got a girlfriend, dude. Yeah, he looks gross. Well, yeah, it looks like he's still got his old man face, but he dyed his hair. Yeah, he dyed his hair black. So it kind of looks like Vince in the 90s, but also Vince in 2040. Yeah, it looks like (laughs) Vince's face now aged by 10 years at least with 90s Vince McMahon hair it's just so fucking weird yeah not a big fan um and then the other thing was uh, a lot of people uh seem to think Sasha and Naomi are either back in WWE there was a lot of people who thought they would be in AEW last night but that was mostly Sasha Banks just trolling um, one of the big reasons that people thought they'd be back in WWE was because they showed up in the like then now forever thing. I think it oh, was yeah. during Crown Jewel. It was during Crown Jewel. Yeah. Yeah. And then I saw that um I think it might have been Sean Ross Sapp questioned somebody about that and they got no comment. They didn't want to comment on it. And then the I think the next night on Raw they were not in it. Really? So, I didn't I didn't reckon, realize that they weren't in it. I didn't either, but luckily somebody did on Twitter. And that's what makes Twitter great. There's people out there who have Eagle less of eyes. a life, less of a life than we do and pay attention to every single detail. Eagle which is what eyes. made the white rabbit stuff so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz I never would have done any of that research by myself, but I knew that 10 minutes no. after it appeared on, on WWE I could go to Twitter. And somebody would tell me what it was. Yeah, I didn't have to scan the QR codes because I could just go to Twitter and figure out what they said. It was honestly like the that's that's just like perfect, perfect. This is what Twitter is for. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Elon Musk. Yeah, seriously. This guy. I love um, him. but <clears throat> so really no huge news this week. Really not much news at all. Uh so Let's get into beer ratings from last weekend's Crown Jewel Premium Live event. Uh, Joe, Joe, what do you think of the event as a whole? 
Um, I thought it was good. It was a good, good, good card. I think that the last three matches on the card really brought it together. I think that the first half of the show was kind of just, eh, like could have been a raw. And then the last three matches, eh, actually just the last two matches were like really groundbreaking. Yeah, definitely. I think everything two. else could have been a raw or SmackDown. Okay. But, but other than that, like they would have been good matches on raw and SmackDown. So yeah, very true. Um, I'm still happy with it. Uh, with the exception of, you're laggy as fuck right now. Am I? Yeah, my yeah. internet connection is unstable. It's fine. It'll buff. Er. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's let's start with signs then, Joe. Um, I'll let you go first because I have an ultimate sign that you may or may not get. I really hope you don't. I uh don't have any signs written down there like every sign i saw was just not that good i saw one that said something about being oozy and that was it oh that one said i'm feeling oozy tonight yeah that's what i thought and it was like yeah it's not really worth writing down but you have one that's actually good uh, i have i have two signs that neither of them are great in on their own but when they're combined and read left to right instead of as a sign by themselves, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Okay, go ahead. Uh, if you combine the signs, I miss Randy and D's nuts, the sign would say, I miss D's Randy nuts. <laughs> and it was, it was wonderful. It was hilarious. And all I could think of was, I miss Randy Orton. It's nuts. No, no. I miss Randy Orton. Just being around. Yeah. I, I with his nuts. Big old balls. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I really, like, I don't know what it is, but, like, it does feel a little bit different with him not around. I know he's he hasn't been around in a while, but, like, once you, like, actually pay attention to it, it does feel a little different with, with him not around. Um, Kind of just feels like there's, like, a presence missing. Yeah. With Randy Orton. Just I, I think probably the longest tenured um like full time wrestler on the roster, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, WWE. Oh no, wrestler. Edge. Well, no, I guess Edge isn't even really full time. Edge isn't full time and he went away for nine years. But there are people that have been wrestling probably as long, like AJ Styles, but we didn't watch them for that long. So Yeah, that's true. That's true. AJ's great. Shinsuke. Yeah. Um, Oscar, go off, King. Keep going. No, I'm. I'm I mean, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar was in. Brock Lesnar took, also sure. took some time off. That's true. But that was to do the NFL and UFC. It wasn't to and rehab a neck New, injury. New Japan. And New Japan. Yeah. Well, let's get right into that first match then, Joe. Since you mentioned Brock Lesnar, uh, Brock Lesnar took on Bobby Lashley in the first match of the night. Well, the afternoon for us, actually. Let's forget, like, Crown Jewels at noon. It was honestly a perfect time, other than the fact that my kid was awake during, like, half of the pay-per-view and just wanting to crawl all over me while I was trying to get drunk. Yeah. But so anyways. This, go this ahead. match was weird. This match, like, was not very much like any other Brock match we've seen. The only thing I can compare it to is SummerSlam 2018. Beta four match. Um, 
where Lesnar just got destroyed. He got brought out on a stretcher, or yeah, carried carried away on a stretcher and then came back. Um, but yeah, like this match is very much unlike any Brock Lesnar match we've seen because he gets hurt very early on. He's working with an injury, and then you're like, can Brock pull off the Brock? And then he does pull off the Brock. It was uh, I don't even like he was. I don't even remember how it ended, except that. So Lashley he, got him in the hurt. Lashley yeah. got him in the hurt lock, and then Lesnar, um, basically, kicked up and pushed back mm-hmm. away from the corner and landed on Lashley. Yeah, yeah. While he still had and the hurt Lashley's lock, Lashley's shoulders were up, but they still counted at one, two, three. Yeah, naturally. I mean, that's how you do it. Um, yeah, it was just kind of crazy. Like, I wasn't. I don't know what what I was expecting for this. I was expecting longer, I, I guess, more competitive. No, I kind of expected like a f- six to eight minute match maximum. That's that's fair. Which I it's I don't know I don't know what the time was, but yeah, that that's uh, yeah. I think that's exactly it. it. Was like I was expecting something a little bit more competitive, uh, a little bit more back and forth, a lot more big where it's moves. like yeah, um, a bunch of Lashley finishers and then a bunch of Lesnar finishers and then something happens at the end and there's a winner um and it was just complete bobby lashley domination which is which is good because he's going to be sticking around but then you give lesnar the win yeah so what this match did it one it didn't hurt either of them and then two set up a bobby brock three yeah which a lot of people are excited for for uh they want they wanted to have it at wrestlemania 39 i would not be opposed to that and they want to stick a stipulation on it. Joe, what would be your stipulation you'd want to see for Brock Bobby 3? Hell in a Cell. I, yeah, I definitely think that's going to be, it would, it would almost have to be, right? Because if they're going to get rid of Hell in a Cell pay-per-view or premium live event next year. Um, speaking of, actually, I saw that they're bringing King of the Ring back. Yeah, I saw that As too. its own premium live event, which is I- very exciting. I also saw that Elimination Chamber was going to be in Canada this year, I think. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah, which is what I was saying last week. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so that. Um, but yeah, I think I, I completely agree with Hell in a Cell. Like, if they're not going to do that, I feel like you almost have to do like a Last Man Standing or Street Fight or something, which just doesn't do it for me. What is that look on your face where you really don't want to see a street fight, huh? It's a, no, it's a big thumbs down on this beer. Oh, okay. I thought you just really didn't want to see a street fight. Joe just gave the most disgusted look on his face for this beer he just cracked open. It's a Firestone Mind Haze Tiki Smash IPA. Not a fan. It's that a, sounds uh, good. Well, it's 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 an IPA brewed with coconut. And I'm not a fan of coconut. Okay. So yeah, coconut's not great. I don't think coconut's very great in beer. It is great in almond joy though. No, no, I fuck almond joy, fuck mounds. There's uh there's a scene in the office where where like this this uh former warehouse worker loses all his money because he invested in a, an energy drink. And they're like, Well, what flavor is this one? And he's like, uh coconut penis. Is what the Asian the Asian warehouse worker says, and then he says, mm, "You could really taste the coconut." <laughs> and uh, that's what I'm thinking of when I think of this beer. 
Oh, that's Daryl and uh, and this Asian warehouse worker. I don't remember that. I've seen a lot of episodes of The Office at least once, but I am definitely not into it like you are. I love The Office. Don't get me wrong. I just haven't. Yeah, binged. I've I been watching. Since I've high never school. binged the shit out of it. Yeah. Um, I forget what we were talking about. You got any uh any other notes here, uh, Brock and Bobby? For this match, no. It was over quickly, and uh, I kind of already talked about everything. The only one I had was a Wade Barrett quote, where he said Lashley is a stain on Lesnar's record. Brock Lesnar doesn't do stains, and so I just thought underwear. about yeah. <laughs> I just thought about Brock Lesnar wearing whitey tighties and have having a uh, a poop stain in his his underwear. <laughs> yeah, and then Stupid being like, Brock. "Wait, no, Brock Lesnar doesn't do stains." Yeah, speaking of stains, um, the next match was Alexa and Oscar versus what I wrote down because I'm a stupid. I wrote down Kyan Sky, like Kyan Tai, but I spelled it the same way. That's a good name, Joe. Um, before we talk about that, I would just like to say the first match got a beer and a quarter. Oh yeah, definitely forgot to say that. But yes, Oscar and Alexa Bliss versus Damage Control Your Narrative or Kyan Sky, as Joe would say. Um, and let me just be the first to say that I am so glad that we are past the days of women wrestling in Saudi Arabia in four XL t-shirts. Yeah, for sure. Um, they still aren't allowed to wear their normal ring gear. No, they still have to wear like cover everything from feet to neck, which that's gotta be hot as fuck. Yeah, it is. Like, there's no way that can be. <laughs> <laughs> i meant temperature hot but sure um i mean they were skin tight but anyways i like temperature hot like that shit there's no way that they're not super i keep wanting to say the word hot but i just know they're all wearing leather say. or pleather you know yeah it's it's got to be like sweat sweaty af it's uh yeah it's just yeah thank you sweaty sweaty af it's like that uh that old um it's like that old Batman video that made fun of the the Dark Knight or whatever where he's like I, I fight crime in a rubber suit all day. What do you think it smells like or something like that? Yeah. Fish. Sure. Um <laughs> the other thing that happened here was before the match, the they had a backstage promo before Alexa and Asuka made their entrance and the Bray Wyatt logo flashed right next to Alexa. Yeah, so there were some fucking deep divers on the the Wyatt 6 circle moth circle man thing mm-hmm. that uh that obviously I would never have noticed, but apparently there are different colors that the circle are and when it's Bray Wyatt it's like always a red circle, but the circle around the moth man thing when the logo popped up for Alexa was like an orange circle or a pale orange or a green or something like that. And people are saying, Oh, Bray circle is red. uh, So that has to be uncle howdy. And I was like, "Mm, there's a chance that people are thinking that deep into it when they write this shit. But I don't know. I highly doubt it. If anyone is thinking that deep into it, it's Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. But there's a there's a zero percent chance that anyone else that's coming up with stories back there is thinking of that shit. 
zero percent yeah. chance. Yeah, I I don't know. So there might there might be something to it, but uh, regardless, I, I don't, don't I don't want to see this that version of Alexa Bliss again. I did. I'm. Not, I didn't enjoy it. I honestly didn't. I no. I hope it's just a one-off kind of thing, and we don't have to deal with Alexa and Bray again. Yeah, and uh, the other thing that I I guess re realized again during this match, I don't remember if I've talked about it on here, but I really want to see Oscar versus EO just in a singles match, and I think we might get that at Mania. Yeah, I think I think that's what we're building towards, I, and I think it'll be incredible. So they they got a couple like face to face, like points in this match where they were facing off one like those two uh, were the legal competitors in the match a few times during this. Um, I mean, we're gonna be moving towards war games here. We, I think, have a decent idea what's gonna be happening at war games, but nothing's set in stone yet. Plus, they've confirmed that everything's gonna be five on five. I think. Yeah. So, so we've already seen that, that these two teams are going to be involved. Yeah. So there's that. So that would be another opportunity for them to face off. And then the Royal rumble, obviously they'll probably enter back to back or something. Uh, and they'll go at it at the rumble, probably starting their singles feud for mania. But yeah, I'm really excited for that. And I think this was also the match, Joe, where, you texted me and pointed out to me where I once again re realized that Saudi Arabia just they give up uh holy shit and this is awesome chance like they're pieces of candy at Halloween. Yeah, absolutely. They uh they are they're the best crowd, honestly. Not great no. for signs, but they're not the best crowd. For the sport is is unmatched. Okay, I could see you for appreciation for the sport, but definitely not best crowd. I would pick Chicago 100 times out of 100 over Saudi Arabia. Really? Yeah, I mean, Chicago's awesome. So, yeah, this match uh, this match was good, and mm-hmm. it ended with some interference. Nikki Cross shows up. I don't think anybody had her for their appearance pick. No, fucking bullshit. Which was, which was stupid on our part. And uh, Nikki Cross interferes, which ooh, gives Kai and Sky the uh, the win. And this upset you a little bit, didn't it, Dylan? I I was very upset about this. One because I'll walk you through my why why I picked what I picked. So we might have talked about this a little bit last week, but Alexa and Oscar win the titles last Monday. So I'm thinking there's no way they lose here at at crown jewel. And I also don't think that all of the faces are walking out as champs and all, or that all of the heels are walking out as champs. So I picked Oscar and Alexa to win, which meant that I was going to pick Bailey to win the women's championship match. And I was just completely wrong on both of them because I'm Mm -hmm. a big fucking stupid head, big, dumb, stupid head. And that's what everyone's been saying since. Who's everyone? You know, the fans. The fan? The three fans? Yeah, Aubrey Edwards. That son of a bitch. She texted Fucking me Aubrey Edwards. Like, yeah, this guy's a fucking moron. <laughs> um, yeah, so this got two and a half beers. 
I, I, I mean, I enjoyed it up until the end. Like the end was not good. Then fuck you, Nikki Cross. Um, next we had Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a cage steel match. steel cage match. I will die on this hill. The only way a cage match should end is by escaping the cage, which, I mean. I was really upset about it because they announced the rules to the steel cage match and mentioned that you could win by pinfall or submission. And that's when I got really upset at everything. But then the match happened. But um, then... did we say 2.5 for the last match? Yes. I don't think we did. 2.5. Yes. Okay. Jesus. Child. Yep. Yep. We'll blame the internet connection. All right. But then the match happened. And it did end by escaping the cage, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, this was this was just a a, a fun run of the mill steel cage match. There wasn't anything super exciting during the match. Um, Scarlet sup still even in Saudi, and I think was this our first look at the floating drones? Yeah, th- it was. It was the. Uh... It was the hourglass figure in the sky. Our first look at the drones, which were fucking awesome. Dude, these drones were so cool. I want them at every stadium show from here on out. Yeah. I mean, so like just first off, the, these drones, there were over there were 2000 drones in the sky that were forming pictures in the sky. And there were like obviously different colors and shit like that to make it look like actual pictures. And when I first looked at it, I thought it was the holograms that we're used to seeing, but I was like, these look way better than the holograms that we see. And uh, that's because there were 2000 drones in the sky. And uh, I will say after that, I like, I, I talked to people about how cool the drones were. And then Mark Zuckerberg was listening and he showed me videos of how drones could replace fireworks. <laughs> well, fuck. Yeah, I don't want that because like part of fireworks is like watching them shoot up into the air and then the the noise also. Yeah, but 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 so hear hear me out. It's all about the boom, right? It's it's more environmentally friendly because they're reusable. Eh. And also imagine like, have you ever been to a a light show where they play a soundtrack in the background? Like imagine on Fourth of July, you see drones in the background instead of big booms, you hear like Lee Greenwood's proud to be an American at 2,700 decibels. That'll get you going. You have my attention, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. They don't even need to move the drones. It's just an American flag (laughs) in the air. Just bumping Lee Greenwood. (laughs) Oh boy. Oh, I'm very excited. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck fireworks. Replace them with drones and put the soundtrack in the back. Hell, make the sound come from the drones even better. (laughs) <laughs> holy shit dude um oh my god yeah this match was um it, it was it was very run of the mill and that's why we got to talking about the drones the drones are amazing um really the only things the only like exciting things that happened was scarlet basically fucked over carrying cross into losing the match um there, there, I guess that like there was some point I didn't write down like all the details, but she eventually like someone was trying to like I think Drew was trying to escape from the door, 
and she prevented that and locked the door. She, she sprays him with mace again. Oh, yeah. And the ref. She sprayed the ref with mace, too. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, but then she locks the door and then Drew is able to escape from the cage like over the top while Carrion's trying to get out of the cage. And because she locked it, he couldn't get out in time and Drew's feet hit the floor first. Yeah, so. I was I I will say like the end of the match was exciting enough where I was like on the edge of my seat being like Car- or, Drew Carrion's about to get out. Karen's about to get out. Jump off, you idiot. Just climb faster, you stupid no, just Scottish don't even bitch. Climb. Just jump. And then he jumped. And I was like, all right, thank God. So it was exciting at the end there. I mean, it's, because... it wasn't like it mattered that much, though, in the predictions contest, because I think we all picked Drew McIntyre. We're all yeah. very smart. Everyone was on Drew. Everyone was very smart uh, during that match, specifically. And that match got 2.75 beers. We got two and a half, Joe. Mm. Thought we settled on two point five. I thought we settled on two point seven five, but you might be right. I may be crazy. The next match got two point seven five. Uh, okay. Um, and this match got two point five beers. So yeah, not not the greatest, not the greatest cage match. It's actually probably up there because cage matches don't normally get a whole lot. No, I think the I think the Bucks and Lucha Bros cage match probably won't be topped throughout any of our retro pay-per-view times. But that match was one in a million. It was incredible. Uh, next up was the OC versus Judgment Day. A lot of people thought maybe the OC would have found maybe their fourth person to combat the Rhea Ripley issue. Uh, that did not happen on Sunday. But it may or may not may it may or may not have happened by now. And Rhea Ripley, uh, they said she paid homage to Beth Phoenix with her hairdo, which she basically did it up like the Amazon woman sort of style that Beth usually does. And Michael Cole also during this match mentions and says the words Bullet Club and spouts off a bunch of New Japan facts. Joe's showing me his phone, and mm, yeah, we fucked up. That last match got 2.75 beers. Yeah. We talked about it, and I wrote it down wrong in my phone because I'm a big, once again, a big, dumb, stupid head. Absolutely dumb. Now you got to leave it all in. I'll consider it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You were talking about Rhea, right? I was talking about the entire match, but mostly I had just talked about the mentions of New Japan and Bullet Club during the match. Oh, Michael yeah. Cole. This, this was exciting, um, but it was exactly for what you just said. I have nothing to add to it. It's Michael Cole got let off his leash when Vince McMahon retired, and, and uh, he's been awesome since. I never thought I'd say that Michael Cole is an awesome commentator, but... I've not been disappointed since Vince retired. Well, yeah, and that and like essentially like it just builds the anticipation towards a forbidden door uh thing that they might do with New Japan. Yeah, like Okada versus Roman, everyone would pay to say that. P- pay to see that. Right? I would. I would. That's that's who you'd want to see Roman face. Mm, yeah. 
like and long term build like everybody in WWE Bullet Club versus the current Bullet Club. That'd be awesome. The fact that they're they're mentioning New Japan is just it, it's monumental if New Japan decides to do business with WWE. Yeah, like, absolutely. It, they could build they could build a great pay per view off that. If they just did a, a not like a forbidden door style pay per view, like yeah, AEW exactly. New Japan did, like WWE but would pull than, that off. They would pull that off way better. That. Yeah. Um, a lot of the silent killer uh, tags in this match, obviously mm-hmm. in this tag team match, and Rhea Ripley ends up being the deciding factor here. I had a feeling Judgment Day would win. I don't know what it was. I did end up looking at the betting odds last week after I made my predictions just to see like what they were compared to what I had. And Judgment Day was like big underdogs. And I was like, well, fuck. I'm screwed. But that was not the case. Judgment Day won. At the end of the match, uh, when Rhea interferes, Michael Cole says on commentary, someone's got to kick her ass. And it was great work by Michael. Yeah, I mean, Michael... Michael's just off his rocker at this point, but it's fun. It's awesome. Different than JR off. He wants rocker, he wants a woman to get her ass kicked. That's yeah. very 2022 of Michael Cole. So yes. good good very, for him. Very progressive. And, and yeah. Let's put a pin in that thought. Oh, about Rhea Ripley getting her ass kicked? Yeah, a woman to kick her ass was Did that happen? Not yet. You well, I guess we'll find out. No, I'm joking. I'm Oh, oh! Yes. You're making it. You're just making a little, a little, a little joke. Yeah, I like to yoke. <laughs> I like to yoke around here on the show. Um, two point seven five beers for this, and That's then true. afterwards, um, highest rated match in the card: <laughs> so, Braun so. Strowman versus Omos. <laughs> I had a, I had a take here. Would this not have been better if they did this on Raw? On the uh, on the Halloween episode of Raw, and called it the Monster Mash. Yeah, it's for me. It wasn't a pay per view match at all. So it was yeah. so bad. People loved it. But yeah, I, I mean, Omos Omos looked probably the best that he's looked, but like that's not saying much. Yeah, and it that's doesn't help that, that that after the fact, Braun went on the internet and talked about how he got seventy five five stars from uh from this and oh he yeah. didn't need to do any of the stupid flips i'm like shut the fuck up man flip. like i don't need to do your flippy dippy bullshit it, it, it just made me hate braun Strowman all over again dude the guy sucks he needs his narrative controlled again yeah like honestly like of everybody that's come back braun Strowman is my least favorite and just because he's still doing that cyn bullshit where he insults like smaller wrestlers who who make the match exciting in their way yeah it's it's just Strowman never... won, like Strowman won here but like I and I and I picked Strowman to win one yeah. because I'm very smart um but just knowing what I know now I really wish I hadn't been rooting for him to win this match well you know how I feel about almost and all I'm not a big fan of big man wrestling, honestly. No, it's so bad. It's it's so nineties. <laughs> it's just it's, it's 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 very nineties, and and Braun is Braun comes in with his narrative where big man wrestling is so awesome because you don't need to do, do any flippy shit and it can still be good. But it, like in my opinion, it's just so repetitive. Yeah, like 
big man wrestling is basically just wrestling for boomers. Yeah. So like that shit was popular in the nineties, dude. Get out of here. It was popular before the nineties. We're all but, about our flippy dippy bullshit. Yeah. Like don't come at me with your WrestleMania Hogan versus Andre. Yeah. I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> Everyone knows he gets see, I want to see like, Will Ospreay do a, a 476 splash. Yeah. That, that, Cause that's that, that a math move. Doesn't, that math doesn't work. That's totally a move though. No, it's not. If anyone could made, do it, Osprey could do it. Osprey could do it. He he could figure out the exact geometry he needed <laughs> to do a 476 degrees instead of a 480. Look, all I'm saying is that <laughs> those those people that cherish the Hogan Andre match, the shut up. Well, one, shut up. Two, the highlight of that match was a body slam. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> or it was Hogan lifting up Andre. Yeah, body slam. It was a scoop slam. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, yeah. So this obviously was not match of the night. Um, but you Omos said- Omos basically dominates, sort of like Lashley did with Lesnar, and then Strowman just hits a running power slam and wins. It was fucking. It was so bad, and it got a quarter of a beer. It got four sips. I'm pretty sure it was so bad. It was bad. Yeah. I did not enjoy but, it one bit. I'm not a fan. But a lot of people did. And I yeah. don't get those people. I don't get those people it's at all. To eat their own, you know? To yeah. each their own. To, you know what now, I say to those people? Okay, Boomer. Now, so so let me say this. Like, I don't hate all big men wrestling. It, so I thought you were going to say all Boomers. <laughs> that either (laughs) Uh, no no i don't hate all big men big men wrestling you know very good Keith lee great in the ring but he can do flippy and do flips and then also he he hits hard gunther does not do any flips gunther he's he's got that 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 big chop bruiser weight that bruiser weight style it's not just body slam after body slam after running power slam it's he he hits Uh, samoa joe Samoa Joe's the same way. Wardlow, well, well, you know, I don't wrestler. mind. Wardlow's not terrible. I think that match will be good at, at full gear. Spoilers, by the way. Um, Whoa! But yeah, it, it's it's not it's it, it's not that I have a problem with all big men. It's the style of wrestling that both Omas and Braun Strowman have, and then also what's that guy's name? Um, Satnam Singh. Dude, Satnam Singh is like. The goat, the he's your favorite wrestler. The he's the end goat, not greatest of all the time. Not okay, yeah, yeah. I could agree with that. I don't think I've actually has he wrestled a match. Yeah, he has. Oh. He, they've done they've done like uh, three way matches with him. Uh, well, that's just how uh, forgettable he is. Sanjay Butt and the other guy, Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. Um. You cool? Yeah, I, it's just that that style of of big man wrestling is that it's just, I'm just not at. But the hard hitting shit like Imperium or specifically Gunther, I don't I don't mind. Yeah, it's the, the big chop, big chop energy. I love it. Mm-hmm. Did you seriously just fart in my beer crack? No, that was not me. Who was it then? I think it was Walter. Walter. 
one of yeah. the greatest big man wrestlers of all time with big no, chop uh, energy. That's Gunther. I'm talking about Walter the dog. Same person. Yeah, that's true. Walter is the greatest <laughs> big man wrestler of all time. All right. Um, let's get into the next match. We have three more to go. Uh, Usos versus the Brawling Brutes. Tag team uh-huh. titles on the line. Yeah. I have a note here that says Jay has a broken wrist question mark. Yeah, that's because Michael right out. So his wrist was his his wrist was wrapped. Um, and then Michael Cole was like, Yeah, Jay Jay's gotta go get a uh an MRI after this, but he didn't want to miss this match, but he could have a broken wrist. Well, that would fucking um, suck. Um well, well yeah, it would suck. They do have their tag team title match tomorrow with the new day. What we'll talk yeah, about that. In a little and bit. spoilers, but they were also on Raw where they didn't talk about it. Plus, when they came out for the rescue at the end, his wrist wasn't wrapped at all. So Oh, well, seems maybe, like storyline. All good. Um, yeah, seems like storyline. Um, who cares? I yeah, care. honestly. I, I I I do actually care. Hopefully, he's not injured. I hope that Jay does not have a broken wrist. Uh, I hope that as well. I will say that during this match, I was uh, I finally realized that I that I could just tell the I I know the difference between uh Jay and Jimmy now. I don't need to do. What is it? Oh, is it the hair? The hair is totally different. And yeah, it's been different for a long time. Yeah, Ever but since Jimmy but came like, back after his injury a couple years ago. But it, it be, I think it was because we were texting during the match. I made the realization that I don't go Jimmy Chain J Cross anymore. I just no, say, that's, oh, that's that's, that's Jay and that's Jimmy. them's the old Usos. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like these I just here, are the new Usos. These we the ones. They the ones. They the ones. Um, Main event, Jay Uso. Also, there were We Want Sammy chants from the Saudi crowd in this match. Yeah, they were. That was they, fucking wild. They were going crazy for Sammy Zayn during this match. And Sammy Zayn will literally never wrestle in Saudi Arabia. Sammy Zayn was probably sitting at home not watching this because he yeah, hates Saudi Arabia. I don't actually know if yeah. that's true, but I would assume so because he doesn't go there for he religious reasons. He. he well, it's not just religious reasons. It's his family is from um, Syria, and Saudi Arabia is not very nice to Syria. Neither was the U.S. a couple years ago, but and he wrestles in the U.S. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> we we like to say that we do all these things because we're helping them, but in yeah. reality, I mean, who really knows? Yeah. So, um, but but yeah, that's the reason Sammy doesn't wrestle in in Saudi is because Saudi Arabia is Saudi Arabia is not very nice to Syria. But uh, he's got this. He's got this whole organization called Sammy for Syria. And, yeah, I've, uh, I've heard of that. Yeah, and that that's why he doesn't wrestle there. Um, I one other thing I learned from this match, Joe. Uh, do you know Ridge Holland has a nickname that Sheamus calls him? Bidge. No, it's uh. Close, Joe. Really close. It's Ridge the Fridge. Oh, I did hear that. Yeah. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, it just kind of made me cringe, honestly, a little bit. Um, I, I thought this match was good though. Like we we said like last two matches were obviously the two best matches, and there could there's an argument for the last three matches being 
Um, very all of them very good. I I thought this. I thought the last three matches were very good here. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. I I will say there was there was one point in this match where uh, Jay went to hit a super kick, but I think it was Butch that was like standing on oh. top of the corner uh, in the corner, and he goes through a super kick, and his leg just falls completely down for like absolutely no effect. I was like, damn, that was a big old botch, but they played it pretty well. No, it, I thought there was a point in the match where um, Butch went to do. I don't think it was a moonsault. I think it was one of those like he's running towards the turnbuckle and he jumps up on him. Oh like, yeah, that that's what it was. That that is kind of like was. how Danielson does, where he runs towards the turnbuckles, jumps up and backflips over the opponent. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like he was going to do that, and Jay was sitting there ready to super kick him out of the air, and he hits and... the super kick. <laughs> no, he, he does. He, he does the super he, kick and his whiffs, leg just falls down. Yeah, he whiffs on it because <laughs> Butch saw it coming. And then, yeah, and then he hits a move. It was actually pretty cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, um, the the only thing I would say this match didn't have going forward is that it was very obvious that the Usos were going to win because of the New Day match that's set up for tomorrow. He, yeah, exactly. So the Usos won. Um, uh, beer and three quarters. Probably beer and like, three quarters. So yeah, like your average between that at in the last match, match, you have two beers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will um, say that the finish to the match was very cool. It was uh it, it there was an elevated one D or three D, whichever you want to call it. Um whoa, that's the one D. That's they the one D, but the, it's the same the as the three D. But it's the same as the three D. No, it's completely different. It's the same. It's like the RKO is different from a cutter. Yeah. And a stunner. Well, those are actually different. Yeah, because of the setup. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they they hit a one D, like off of the top rope. Um, I think it was Jimmy brought brought one of them up to the top rope, and then Jay was right there on the other side, ready to do the one D. And it was like this elevated inverted one D, which was very fun to watch. Yeah, the thing was is like I didn't really see it coming because. Um, I it was kind of set up slow, and the other Uso, I don't know which one it was that does like the, like catches the head, yeah, for the their portion of the one D. Like they came out of nowhere, like right at the end, and like you didn't really see it setting itself up, so it came out of nowhere, and it was actually a really cool finish of the match. Yeah, um, yeah, beer and three quarters for this. As we move into Bianca Belair versus Bailey, last woman standing. This was pretty good more drone stuff in the match mm-hmm. this one was really cool i like that i like the the lips with the with the braid in the sky i do have a bone to pick in this match mm-hmm. i don't know if you can remember what it is no go ahead go off king wade barrett oh yeah and the way well, that I he says about this. the <laughs> way that he says bianca 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 bianca's going up there <laughs> Bianca's so gonna hit a it was, KOD. It was the so amount of times I had to listen to Wade Barrett say Bianca during I this actually match. Have, I do have it written down. Did you did you tally how many times he said Bianca? No, no. Oh my god, so fucking. It was. It's almost. It's 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 almost nightmare fuel. Honestly, like it makes me so glad that Wade Barrett's on SmackDown and Bianca is on Raw because I could not do that on a weekly basis. Yeah, very, very <laughs> excited that they're not on the same brand because that was terrible. 
Oh my <laughs> god! And I never want them to be on the same brand. No, right, like this. This makes me want Wade Barrett to go back to NXT so that we never have to hear him call another Bianca Belair match. Yeah, that that was that was my one. Well, I guess I have two two gripes during this match because also during this match we had uh, a golf cart sighting and the use use of the golf. Well, yeah, there was a, there was a very cringeworthy quote um, that (laughs) Joe just hinted at, but also just the use of the golf cart. um, They, they basically slowed down to a snail's pace before trying to hit someone with the (laughs) golf cart. And it was just like, it didn't work at all, and then also, it wasn't only that. It wasn't just when they were trying to hit someone. It was also when Bianca had uh, had Bianca. Bailey on top of the cart, and she was going down the ramp. She like hit the brake hard when she reached the end of the ramp. Yeah, <laughs> so she, it was just so bad. But then, obviously, the DWI quote from Michael Cole. He was like, "That was a DWI driving while insane." That was a very king quote. Yeah, and <laughs> then they JR made a, then they made a the bunch 90s. of they made a bunch of bad golf puns too, which is uh, it was just that part of it like they announced the announcers during this match. Yeah, as a very bad golfer it was a, it was a, insulting to me. Yeah, very insulting. I it, it just just that portion of the match didn't <laughs> do it for me. Um but I will say this match had I think one of the best uh, definitely the most unique last man slash woman standing match like endings I've ever seen. Yeah. So they had a ladder in the ring. It was laying down, but it was like it was like um pushed apart, like the ends were pushed apart. And Bianca traps Bailey like in between the the ladder. And then shoves it underneath the turnbuckle so that Bailey can't get out. Now, in reality, could I have gotten out of that? Probably. 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 Well, you yeah, probably me personally, probably not. Could Bailey realistically have gotten out of that? Probably. Yes. She's but... a world class athlete and sup. Um, but it was still a very unique ending of the match, and I enjoyed it. It was exciting because it was new. And yeah. It was, it was good most of the it time. It was very clever of Bianca. And yeah, I liked the ending of the match because it, it really made it seem like Bailey Bailey could have stood, but she outsmarted her. It wasn't it wasn't like she outdid her physically. It was Bianca outsmarted her. Yeah. Very good. Uh three and a half beers for this. And we move into the main wait. Nope, not the main event. Bray Wyatt segment. Um, oh, yeah. that was there i have i just have that as a note bray wyatt segment happened um it was a good another good drone display for bray wyatt great, great drone display uh and then my only other note was that this pretty much just could have been on weekly tv oh yeah like it wasn't anything special but he's the hottest thing in wwe right now. yeah they it, it was good to i guess have him advertise for the show probably but like it was it was a promo that could have easily been on weekly television and then the main event roman reigns versus logan paul for the wwe universal championship undisputed blah 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 some too many words but logan paul is the real fucking deal dude 
Yeah. He is so he is a fucking natural. He is so good. And I hate it. I don't know how much of that has to deal with like Roman also being that fucking good, but well, but now we're getting to the point where it's like you could say that Roman's that good and you could say that the Miz is that good and you could say that whoever else Logan who, Paul's. Who, Logan Paul and the Miz versus I don't remember. I forget who they faced at Mania. I don't remember. Um just keep on going. No idea. There's really no way of knowing, but it doesn't matter. I don't I don't think it matters. I think you're right. I don't think it matters. Um like Logan Paul showed the fuck up during this match, and this match was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was I very good. loved this match. Unfortunately, Logan Paul tore his MCL, ACL, and meniscus. Actually, the ACL was a question mark, and I still don't know if that, like, the MRI came back positive or not. Like, people probably do know by now, but I, I haven't seen. I didn't really look it up, but um, he's gonna be out for a while. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems like it happened on the buckshot lariat that he hit, which Logan, Logan Paul hit a buckshot lariat. And uh, way CM Punk, CM better Punk than not. CM Punk ever did. The thing is, though, Joe, is that everyone so far who has tried to do a buckshot lariat, no matter how successful they were or not, they get injured. Except the, the chosen one. Except the chosen Hangman one, Adam Hangman Adam Page. Yep. So it it's the curse of the buckshot. It seems that way, but uh, I don't know. CM Punk also injured himself after the match, so it's the curse of the buckshot. That's true. Yeah, it's I like the know. Madden curse. <laughs> I saw, I saw a tweet after, uh, uh, after after that. It was it said that uh, Logan Paul actually learned the match from from hangman adam page in japan and if you want proof just google logan paul hangman japan and it was i'm i'm sorry but i'm trying to get the joke and i don't i don't get so logan paul had this first of all i'm not gonna google that yeah logan paul had this huge like uh backlash against him a, a couple years ago where he went into these these woods that were basically known as the suicide woods um in Japan, and he he posted this video on YouTube of him going into the woods with his friends, and they 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 see this guy hanging from a tree, oh, um, and make jokes about it and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's just it's this huge like I don't know if it was a lawsuit or not, but it was it was a very big uprising against Logan Paul because you know he's. I mean, he's I don't this, know what the lawsuit could be. Yeah, I don't know either, but he goes into the woods and he sees this man hanging from a tree and makes jokes about it, and it's known as like the suicide forest or something like that. Jesus Christ. So okay. Logan Hall definitely, definitely has a not, it's, for, it's, he's not it's that definitely, great a guy. Yeah, definitely not and something that, that he should have been laughing I hate about. That I like him so much. And that's why I hate that I like him so much in the ring, because I don't think he's a good person. <laughs> eh, probably not. Um I, I really just still can't get over like how good this match was. Like, no, it was it was incredible. <laughs> like he's he's probably not a good person, like you said. Jury's jury may or may not still be out on that. Um, I would say jury's not out on that based on what you just told me about the whole forest thing. But he's a hell of a lot of fun to watch in the ring. The fucking frog splash off the top rope, uh, while 
videotaping himself on a cell phone and getting that and posting it to Instagram, like the most like viral video of the week with regards to wrestling, at least. Um, that was just awesome to see. Yeah, true. And uh, the dude wrestled like half of a match with a torn ACL MCL meniscus. So he's earned my respect with regards to wrestling. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. Um, I'm not ready to call him the best, uh, outsider yeah, in he's wrestling. Not EST. He's not really, you're, you're not he, ready for that yet. No. Cause I love bad bunny and Pat McAfee and Pat. Bad Pat bunny McAfee, was so good. Pat McAfee's like, not really, a, not really an outsider anymore, but he doesn't wrestle often. So no. Yeah. And I think Pat McAfee's really good in the ring. Um, and I think Pat's also had more matches question mark. if he has i mean it's it might be the exact same amount of matches how many he had the one i know the one against adam cole the one at mania and i think he, i thought he had two against adam cole it he had one like, at SummerSlam this year didn't he or was that no yeah no. he faced baron corbin oh okay then he might have four matches because i think he had two nxt matches it I was like right Oh, he had a war. He was in the war. He games had a match. war games match. Yeah, he had a war games match, which was his debut, and then he had a singles match against Adam Cole. Then it was he had technically had two matches at Mania because he defeated Austin Theory, and then Vince McMahon defeated him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because <laughs> and counts. then there was the SummerSlam match against Corbin, bumass Corbin. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so he's got five matches under his belt, four to five matches. Yeah, we'll we'll call it, let's call it four and a half with the Vince match. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Uh either way, Logan Paul, he when 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 he comes back, um eventually, like it, it's so like there were people. I honestly also wouldn't saying, be offended. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say there's people also saying like I don't remember what it was, but it, there was like, oh, rumors of John Cena coming back at WrestleMania 30, 39. Um, who should he face? Like a bunch of people were saying Logan Paul, like these fucking idiots online, like WrestleMania is like, what, five months away? There's a 0% chance he's going to make it to WrestleMania. No, Cena's next opponent, whoever it is, has to be Theory. I think so, too. But what were you about to say? I was just going to say, like, I honestly would not be offended at this point if Logan Paul came back and had a match or, or like, won, won a championship. But before they do that, they have to break up the championships. I wouldn't mind Logan Paul being a champ on one brand. Like a world title champ? I, I honestly like. I honestly think he's that good. Whoa, Joseph. I, I, there's got to be a good storyline behind it, but... Yeah, if he if he won it for like three months, I I would not be offended. As a wrestling fan, I feel like a lot of people would make fun of the sport of wrestling though if they did that. People already do that. Yeah, <laughs> but like even more. But it would draw a bunch of eyes to the company. So yeah, who knows? I think it's a eyes good on wrestling means eyes on the drunk dudes, and by eyes I mean ears. And by ears you mean ear. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, um, Roman obviously wins. That was not a shock to anybody. I think we all picked Roman Reigns to win. And uh, main event got three and a half beers and left Crown Jewel with 18 and a quarter beers. And it is tied. I do have the beer ratings database up to date, by the way. 
It is tied for 27th overall out of 73 pay-per-views that we have watched. We're up to 73 nice. pay-per-views, Joseph. Nice. So we're doing pretty good. Anyway, with all that being said, I think we should get into not necessarily SmackDown because we talked about most of that last week. Let me see. Let me see what we didn't talk about. We definitely didn't talk about the main event, which was holy fuck good. Holy fuck good was is yeah for sure. Gunther and Rey Mysterio. I think we said before we got off last week we were like we're about to we're about to watch this match. No, it was like we didn't talk about it because I don't know, we were so into whatever we were talking about that we didn't get to, like I went back and watched it because of all the people that said it was so good. This match was amazing for a TV yeah. match. It Very like, good TV match. Rey Mysterio at 46, 47 years old. One of those two. I don't remember. Like one of one of the the best in the ring right now. There were people saying that Rey Mysterio with just that match is approaching goat status uh, or like Mount Rushmore status. It's not just that match, though. No, he's having a very good year. Yeah, he's having a good year, but he's had a good career, man. Like, oh, yeah, he's had an excellent like he's had an all just because career. he took so much time away from WWE where people don't like didn't think about him for so long. Like he's he's definitely of all time status. Greatest luchador, greatest high flyer of all time. I, I definitely think like say. I think I definitely think greatest luchador of all time, but like I think people are saying like overall like he's getting he's getting close to like that Mount Rushmore slash goat status for like just overall like yeah, I mean, and, and I think that's fair because like at 47 years old, 46 or 47, whatever it is, he's still putting on matches better than half of the roster in AEW and WWE. And he he still moves faster than his fucking son, who is like his, in his son's a bum mid to late 20s. And unfortunately, he's been stuck with his son <laughs> for probably 23, 24 years. But yeah. more realistically, but but more realistically for the past two years. And like seeing him away from his son, put on matches with people he's just at, like, like doing his own thing the, over on the on ring general. Like he's so good, God, not dis- yeah. not disappointing at all. Yeah, and it's just so fun to get him to see like to get to see him do his own thing over on SmackDown now. Now that he switched brands, like I do think him and Dom are going to have a Mania match, which I'm not looking forward to because it's probably yeah, going to be. But, his but, I, but I'm match. right with that. Yeah. So and Dominic will probably win. Mm. Sub sub Mysterio. Sub. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't know if they put it off for another year and just like let Ray do his thing for another year and just elevated Ray Mysterio to the to the level he was in the late two thousands. Like, please, please let him show us that he's still still great. Yeah. Um. Other stuff from SmackDown. So the things we did mention last week, I think we mentioned the Bray Wyatt backstage promo where the guy yeah, interrupted sure. him. That Howdy. was kind of funny. And uh, Shayna Baszler, badass Shayna Baszler is back. Uh, turns out when I called Natalia's nose blood being fake, uh, I guess she really did get fucked up in the nose. Um, I saw pictures on Twitter of her like in the hospital. So uh, that was real. <laughs> The local medical facility. Yeah, yeah. Local medical facility. Yes. Um, And then Usos and New Day is happening tomorrow, which 
I think you gave me my props last week telling me how smart I am. Uh, I did. I... That, that, yeah, that's just an all-time, like... That match is going to be great. Prediction by my by me. Yeah, it's going to be so good. It, it has to main event. It's got to take 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes of TV time. Like, give me that. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so fucking good. I can't wait. I really hope the New Day wins. I really could do. Could you imagine? Yeah, I could see it happening. I said a couple episodes ago, all it takes is one good match, and then they're back on top. Yeah, because um, I don't remember which episode we talked about it, but like they have gotten stale. It's it's they mostly have, mostly the last like, two episodes, like weekly episodes. They're not stale anymore. Yeah, the, all they've done is promos. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the promo on Raw, but like that was fucking good. Yeah. Um. The only other thing on SmackDown was they announced the uh this uh World Cup tournament thing. Yeah, well it's just, it's the return of the World Cup tournament. Well that was the that So that was the like it's the return of that tournament which is the one that Shane McMahon won that when he wasn't even in the tournament, right? Yeah, when he, was, when he was, became he, the he, best wrestler in the world. He filled in for the Miz. Yeah, but that was Shane won it at Crown Jewel a couple of years ago. Okay, so I guess luckily Shane McMahon definitely won't be competing in that because he's not with the company. Um, allegedly, I, I yeah, the, allegedly the is cleared. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I saw a bunch of people. I, I don't did they did they put out a bracket for it? Because uh, I don't know if they put out a bracket. Because a bunch of people were thinking like it's going to be like. Um, what's it called again? The World Cup World Cup tournament or something like that. Maybe search SmackDown World Cup, but like each competitor is going to be from a different country or something like that. I think that is what some people were hoping for. I don't know if that's true or not. I I don't know if they've announced the bracket, but regardless, anytime you do a tournament in wrestling, it's going to be good. I was for a shot at the IC Championship. So yeah, so yeah, it should be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, other than that, like, I don't, I think we covered everything last week when we talked about SmackDown. Obviously this week we're finally recording on a Thursday again, but we'll talk about the new day versus the Usos, how that match ended next week. And we'll see, mm. we'll see if I was right on my prediction or my, at least my hope that new day, new day pulled, pulled out the win. Um, rampage, anything? Mm-hmm. There was the Orange Cassidy match. Mm-hmm. Sure, I got nothing. It's right. Orange Cassidy, <laughs> and then uh, Warjo were triumphant against Gates of Agony. They did coexist. Huh. We'll get more into Warjo on Wednesday. Yeah. When when we talk about Wednesday. All right. What about Monday Night Raw, Joseph? Going in Monday Night Raw. Uh, so yeah, I guess we'll get right into the New Day uh, versus the Usos and the the promo that the New Day had on Monday, which was great. Yeah, I don't have any of like the details of it written down, but it was very good. Um, a lot of callbacks to their old rivalry. Um, I think probably my it's probably like my favorite rivalry since I started watching wrestling again in 2015 tag team rivalry rivalry uh, it's sure. probably like the best tag team rivalry second maybe second best tag team rivalry of all time if you're looking at like the the trio oh, like, the, like the headbangers versus 
No. No. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Um, like uh, authors of pain disciples of the apocalypse. Disciples of the apocalypse versus that other team they face like eight thousand fucking times. <laughs> oh, I, I don't was, remember I was that thinking, team's name. I was thinking authors of pain versus Matt Riddle and Dean Ambrose when Dean Ambrose abandoned Seth. Did I say Matt Riddle? I meant Seth Rollins. Oh, I was gonna say I, I don't remember Riddle and and uh. Yeah, no, they did. Riddle and Ambrose definitely teamed up multiple times. No, I'm just did kidding. they? I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, Jesus, dude, you're you're like, we're really no. making my brain work here tonight. It's not <laughs> no. in the mood. It's it's really in the mood to drink, not to think. No, originally I was talking about Seth and Ambrose when when they run the uh got the titles that time, and then against AOP, and then the AOP got their uh, rematch, and Dean Ambrose didn't show up, and. uh Seth defended it by himself. Which oh, I do remember match. that. That match was awesome. That was, was awesome. Yeah. Um, I would le- I would just like to say, speaking of drinking and not thinking, <laughs> I'm on one tonight. Miller Latte. They're going down bridge? so smoothly. I, I they do. I will say, I I'm not a Miller Light fan. Uh, they're going down very smooth tonight. But we bought these because we had some friends who enjoy drinking Miller Lights uh, come watch my kid this week. And we bought them for them, and they didn't really drink any. So now I'm having them. Our buddy Armando is always a friend of Miller Lite. Yeah, but I will uh, – this is this is not me, like, changing, changing over to Miller Lite over Bud Light. Ooh. Bud Light's my, my jam, my – my sweet honey, and I will never turn my back on Bud Light. I did also try some Coors Light the other week. Coors Light is does not go down as smooth. I actually kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> Traitor. So, yeah. Um, if you present the three in front of me, I I can definitely tell you the difference. I think, um, especially if I can read the cans, but. I'm going to pick the Bud Light over the other two. It doesn't matter. But these Miller Lights are going down real smooth right now. Anyways, Raw. We uh, were already talking about... All right, we were already talking about the Usos and New Day promo. We yeah. had already started talking about that. I completely forgot. I'm a little drunk. Um, Yeah. I don't really know what else to say about the promo. Uh, Riddle, Riddle definitely ruined the promo. Uh, just for the sake of setting up a six-man tag team match. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And he decided to talk about bongs. Oh yeah, his bongos. Yeah, that was a that was a stupid segment. Yeah, it was dumb. Uh, I will say with the six man tag, they definitely did the smart thing where they had because it was the Usos and Solo versus Riddle in the New Day. The decision only involved Solo and Riddle, so uh, Solo pinned Riddle, which was the right move here because we have this incredible tag team match coming tomorrow on for on smackdown yeah it's it's gonna be good it's gonna be so fucking good and if you're listening it's two days ago on smackdown yes um and then uh we had the seth rollins united states championship open challenge uh skipping straight to the main event nope it got i'm talking about the first time it got canceled basically uh, because Judgment Day came out, um, Finn challenged Seth, 
he said it was because he cost him a, a title or something like that a while back. I'm pretty sure it's in reference to the Universal Championship match at SummerSlam 2016, where Finn did win, but he got hurt during the match where he faced Rollins, so he had to give it up the next night. So I, I think that's what he's referencing to. I couldn't think of anything else. I also didn't look it up, but um, then the OC comes out and Seth just leaves. So I just I just assumed that this thing that they had been advertising, they just canceled because that would be a classic Vince McMahon move. Uh, it didn't get canceled, thank God. We'll talk about that later. But Judgment Day continuing their four-on-three advantage over the OC until... Joe Mia Yim comes back. She makes her. She's back in WWE debut. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Do you care? Are you excited? This is, I, I will say, this is not where I expected Mia Yim. Like when we talked about Mia Yim coming back, this is probably the last thing, last feud I thought that she would be involved in. I. Really, when I saw Alex, I think it was Alex's prediction uh, from Crown Jewel where he thought Raquel was going to show up. That would have been my pick to be. And granted, I know she's on SmackDown, but like that would have been my pick to be who aligns with the OC. Yeah, I don't know why. It, I just feel like it makes more sense. Like this just doesn't make sense. I don't. I don't yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't necessarily understand it. Unless I'm missing something from what the last time uh, Gallows and Anderson were on impact. Because I know that's where Mia Yim's been hanging out last couple. Yeah, but I months. highly doubt that they like interacted at all on television. So like, I, I, yeah, I, I doubt it too. I, like, I don't, I just don't like, because, I will of say the fact, because of the fact it doesn't make any sense. And like, like the, the whole segment itself was just kind of a dud for me. Cause I was just yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking for history here, and I don't remember any history of Mia Yim and uh, uh, home, Rhea Ripley on in NXT. Yeah, that too. It's like but Mia, they Mia Yim. Mia Yim. I I can't think of history with Rhea, and I definitely can't think of history with anyone in the OC. Yeah, if it was like Shelton Benjamin, then sure. But, but yeah, I, I just don't know. So we'll we'll see we'll see what comes out of that. Um, it does possibly set up probably, I would assume a four on four Survivor Series match, like elimination match possibly, with the four members. Well, the three members of the OC. I'm not ready to say that Mia Yim's in the OC. Um, she's just helping them out, I guess. But the OC and Mia Yim versus Judgment Day, I would assume, is going to happen at Survivor Series. So we'll see on that. And then uh, the women's war games match. I think there were a couple mentions of this being the women's war games match on Monday, but you've got Bianca, Alexa, and Asuka on one side, and then you've got damage control, your narrative and Nikki cross on the other side. I don't know. Like who, who are you thinking that who's the last person for the heels and the two other people for the faces that show up and, are going to participate in this war games match. So like the most likely people to join the faces are someone like Candice LeRae and insert name here, but yeah, just like random face, like Dana Brooke because of what happened on Monday. <laughs> but like what, what the fans are clamoring for is 
the the face team to include Sasha Banks and Naomi. Yeah, give it to me. Yeah, give yeah, that'd be great and so easy to predict. Um, but I, I like I I don't know I like for the heels you insert X heel here. I don't really give a shit. I honestly don't know who they would t- who they would pick. Like w- one of the problems is I don't know. Give me Dana Brooke there actually. Because then it'd be easier for me to predict as well. Dana Brooke's pissed right now. Like, make yeah, but turn I feel her like heel. She's pissed at Nikki Cross for beating her. No, she's tr- pissed at Triple H for devaluing the title that had no value. <laughs> well, it definitely doesn't have value now. So Nikki Cross won the twenty four seven championship this week, and it tried appears it bit of yeah she tried to throw it in the trash she missed um but it appears that we're done with the 24/7 championship finally yeah it's finally not a thing anymore so that is exciting so we talked about it last week where like Dana talked about how she wanted to turn the 24 championship 24/7 championship into like a women's intercontinental championship which I'm down for there being one but it, not not on the not on the brisk or on the same level of the 24/7 championship. If you want to present a title like that, like the the Hose Championship, but for WWE, like just start it off original and give it to Dana Brooke. I don't give a shit. Give it to her. Yeah, but I mean, don't don't start it with the 24/7 championship. So she's upset because she tried to tried to bring elevation to that and it just didn't work and then Nikki Cross throws it in the trash. So give me a give me a women's mid card title, but don't don't start it on the on the basis that it used to be the twenty four seven championship. Yeah, I'm happy the, that it got thrown in the trash. This whole thing was just an idea that just was never going to work this day and age. I like the idea of a title that can be defended twenty four seven is it, it just doesn't work nowadays. Like, yeah, because when it, it didn't is, work with the hardcore title. Yeah, like the hardcore title when the hardcore title was just was like legitimately being defended at pay-per-views worked fine. But when it was 24 seven rules, no one gave a shit about it. It didn't work. And then Mick Foley debuted this new title back in 2019, and it still hasn't worked then ever since then. I will say we got some really comedic segments out of it with our truth, and I value those segments. But after our truth wasn't in the picture anymore, it it didn't work. Yeah, our truth was like the only person that did anything to help that title, and it wasn't even by that much. Do you remember when Maria Canellis and Mike Bennett uh, had the titles? Yeah, yeah, I remember who's your, that. Who's your Who's your favorite? Um, who's your favorite twenty four seven champion that we may or may not have forgotten about? That we may or may not have forgotten about. Uh, yeah, so like, don't pick the, like the obvious ones. Don't okay. Um. Because I think everyone would say our truth was their favorite. Uh, Pat Patterson was twenty four seven champ. Oh yeah. Um, um, I was it. It wasn't Kelly Kelly. It was. I think she won. I think she won it. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe it was. Maybe it was her. Um, I was gonna say Gronk. Oh, Gronk won it. Um, Kane won it once. I think. No, Glenn Jacobs won it. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, fuck. Who else? Didn't didn't those SNL guys win it when they were uh, at WrestleMania that one year, or was that something else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Colin Jost, I think. 
yeah, Colin Jost or Jost or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, Jost, I think is how you say it. Um, it doesn't really matter. Nobody watches SNL anymore. But yeah, I mean, oh, there was that whole Reggie storyline, which is how the Dana Brooke storyline started. Yeah. Um, um, I can't think of anyone else. Like, that was like... T- m- Titus O'Neil was the first champ. Was he? You feel like you're looking this up now. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. no, I haven't looked... Oh, Bad yet. Bunny I, won I, it. I, Didn't I'm Bad like, Bunny win it? Again, too. I don't know. I feel like I remember Bad Bunny rolling someone up backstage. I don't know. I know. I think EC3 even won it, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that, that was, was Maybe this championship was it. That's that EC3. If he won it, that's him controlling his narrative, but he failed at controlling his narrative, which is why he is doing what he's doing after he got released. But um, remember, there was that storyline with Drake Maverick uh, and his wife where his wife was like going to leave him if he didn't win the 24 seven championship back. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Drake Maverick. Bring him back too. fuck it. I, I think he works for the company just as yeah, a writer. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he's producing or writing or something. Um yeah. uh okay. I have two other things for Raw. So before we get to the main event, um the Miz and Dexter Loomis and Johnny Gargano storyline, Joe. I I'm getting bored of it. And Johnny Gargano deserves better. Yeah, I, I think so too. I'm I'm not liking where it's going. I don't like I think it's mostly due to the fact like the way that they are explaining why Dexter attacked the Miz and there just hasn't been like a single piece of payoff this entire time. Like we just keep talking about it and talking about it and there's nothing actually happening. Yeah. Um r- real quick because I have to bring this up um because i did look it up after after the fact um <laughs> uh apparently santa claus won won the 24 7 championship one time and santa claus was played by independent wrestler bear bronson oh bear bronson aka santa claus one time 24 7 champion but uh that's the guy from uh from aw right yeah bear country yeah Interesting. I yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Good looking out, Joe. Um and then the the last thing from Raw is the main event. So yeah, th- this is the biggest thing of the week, I think. Biggest Seth, segment of the week. Seth Rollins is open challenge. He finally he he says he's gonna make the promise to the people. If this was if this was Vince McMahon's WWE, I think I said this earlier, but like the the open challenge would have just been canceled. The thing that they advertised the most throughout the week and what had happened earlier on Raw, it would have just gotten canceled, but not in Triple H's WWE. No, sir. Seth Rollins delivers for the people. The open challenge happens, and it appeared that Mustafa Ali was going to be answering the challenge until Bobby Lashley beat the ever-living shit out of him backstage, mm-hmm. and Lashley answers the challenge. Him and Seth have a match, and... Was it during the match that Theory came out? Um, yes. I think Theory came out during the match, maybe. But the like Seth Rollins beats Bobby Lashley, and then Rollins and Theory have a match because Theory 
fucking cashed in his money in the bank contract on the United States Championship. Now, a lot of people very upset about this, including myself. But are you upset about it? But as the person who tries to stay as positive as he can about wrestling, I will say this. This definitely did good things to the United States Championship and made it feel very important. And I think Triple H has done a very good job making the mid-card, the Intercontinental and United States Championship since he's took over feel very important, which is something that Vince McMahon was very bad at. It doesn't it doesn't end there in my opinion. So okay. first off, let me say I agree with you wholeheartedly. The Intercontinental Championship feels fucking huge right now with the matches we've had for the IC the IC title. Gunther is the man, big chop energy. Gunther is is the main champ on SmackDown right now. The yeah. weekly champ on SmackDown. Seth Rollins is the weekly champ on Raw right now and pretty much the only champ on Raw right now. So yep. Austin Theory Austin Theory cashing in on the main Raw champion right now made sense. Now, I will say in the past it's never been cashed in on anybody anybody else, but he cashed he he like teased cashing in on the NXT championship, right? But Charlotte broke that wall first a couple of years ago when she won the Royal Rumble and she said my match is going to be at WrestleMania versus Rhea. Yeah. So she broke that wall first. Well, a that was a ago. that was the Royal Rumble, though. True. Which is a match for the championship at 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 the main event of Mania. That's right. The, that's that's what you get for winning the Royal Rumble. I'm just saying it's different than cashing no, in money in the bank. No, I no I agree. But she she broke that wall. I I will say she broke that wall. And then Austin Theory came up after the fact, and he teased the fact that he could cash in Money in the Bank at on the NXT title. Now, do you remember last year when Otis won the Money in the Bank contract, and we're like, "What the fuck are we going to do with Money in the Bank?" Like he can't win a, a main title. Well, and everybody wanted him to cash in on the tag team titles. Did Otis win it last year? Otis no. won it last. Otis won it last year. Otis won it two years ago. Otis won it last year. No, Otis won it two years ago. You're right. Otis Biggie, won it during Biggie the... Biggie won it last year. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. Otis won it two years ago. And we were like, what the fuck is Otis going to do with it? And everybody Lose. wanted him to to tag in or to cash in and on the tag team titles. But that was something totally unheard of. But now Austin Theory is cashed in on the United States Championship. It totally changes the whole scope of the Money in the Bank contract. Yes, it, like that would make it appropriate for for someone like Otis who won it to cash in on the tag team titles. Yes, but like if you become a WWE wrestler, like isn't your entire goal to become world champion? Like why that was would never you not... that was never FTR's. That's not FTR's goal to become main main champ. Sure. They're a tag team. They're a tag team. That's not the Young Bucks goal it, to become main champ. There are people that get into the business not to necessarily be the main champ, but to be some other champ. Do you ever think Johnny Gargano is going to win the main title in WWE? I mean, he won the NXT championship, but no. Yes. Do you ever think Tommaso Ciampa is going to be the main champ? 
after no. his third his third time away from from the ring because of injury? No, I don't. A lot of this is me being pessimistic, though. I think that it's that it's okay that we brought light to secondary championships, and if Money in the Bank becomes something that a tag team wrestler wins and then teases not tagging in for the tag team championship, but tagging in for a main championship to cause like dispute within the tag team. That could also be a good storyline. I think yeah. that this broadens the storyline that money in the bank can, can be. It makes it seem more normal now. Yeah. It's not just for the main title. It, it brings value to the other titles. And then it also creates a possibility of more storyline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could see that Joe. I could see that. I like that. I like that assessment of the whole thing. However, I wasn't that big of a fan of this. Mm, Yeah, same. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like so like, I mean, really, it's it's quite literally just like we weren't expecting it at all. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on right now? And in the moment, like, that's what we're thinking. But like what we just spent the last like five minutes talking about, like, that's us looking back on it and being like, yeah, you know, maybe this isn't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Putting a little perspective on the whole thing. Yeah. I don't think long-term long-term storytelling this is the worst thing in the world. But people but what people think is Austin Theory just got buried. But Oh yeah. But I don't I don't even think it's that, man. Like I think that a burial storyline could be in his favor later down the line. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what I thought like his money in the bank cash in was going to be like that's what a lot of them have been before is like they lose a bunch because they're going to like they while they have the the briefcase they lose a bunch because they're going to cash in and win the world title yeah but it's it's, i'm I'm okay with it and uh that's all i want to say about that yeah basically just all boils down to triple h hating the shit out of austin (laughs) theory yeah or or vincent man yeah, it could be that too. All right. Two more shows to go. Let's get into NXT. Um, my notes are not great for NXT because it was my background show of the week, uh, like it normally is. So I don't have that many notes. But if you if I skip over something, Joe, that you want to talk about, go ahead and stop me. But very unlikely. <laughs> um, we had Alba Fire uh making good on her promise to take out JC Jane before she finally takes out Mandy Rose next week and wins the title. Um, Do you think that she's going to beat Mandy next week? I'm saying there's a chance. I think there's a pretty high likelihood. Yeah, I I think that that Mandy Rose could get beaten on weekly television. And then maybe Toxic moves up. Yeah, I mean, that's I think that's a good move. I don't I can't can't speak more to it. I think that's a good move. I think Toxic. They need to be on the main roster. Because ready, I think Toxic has no... And I think that the NXT women's roster needs to evolve without them. Yeah. They've got... I mean, they've got a bunch of... Maybe not necessarily new people, but like people we don't get to see a whole lot of uh, women's wrestlers-wise. So, Toxic Attraction moving up would give a more of an opportunity for some of them to to be on the, on the show on a weekly basis. Um we had more uh, Chase U stuff with Duke Hudson 
Uh, this time, not necessarily cheating for Andre Chase, uh, but this week he, Andre Chase had a match against uh, uh, some, some Charlie guy. Dempsey. Charlie yeah. Dempsey. Uh, yep. He's uh, William Regal's son. Yeah. And Andre Chase, or uh, Duke Hudson threw in the towel. So, uh, like I said last week, like I'm very intrigued by the story to see where it's going. And I think they're doing a pretty good job with this one. I, um, I will say, I hope that it does not lead to Andre Chase getting a match out on pay-per-view because while I enjoy Chase U, I don't think I enjoyed Andre Chase as a wrestler enough. I enjoy him as a character, but yeah, he's, very, he's, he's, not, a, he's not NXT TakeOver worthy. He's a top-notch know? character, middle-tier at best wrestler. Yeah, I agree. I like so... I hope this does not lead to Andre Chase getting a taking up time during a, a PLE, unless of course he surprises all of us and uh, has a really good PLE match. That's true. It could happen. Crazier, th- crazier things have happened, Joe. Um, Logan Paul. Yeah, Von Wagner and Braun Breaker is going to be a match here. I I don't know when, like a couple weeks from now, for the NXT Championship. Uh, I don't know, maybe December tenth or something. Oh, is that when it is? It, that's the deadline match? Maybe. Uh, the 10th is a Saturday, so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, well, if that's a PLE match, um, that match is going to suck. All right, I'll just say that's it That's true. That's going to fucking suck. Yeah. I hate Von Wagner. I'm ready for his push out of the company. I don't like him. Um, yeah, and it's not even that he's like a great heel, and that's why I don't like him. He is just fucking terrible. Yeah, I hate his stupid voice. <laughs> yeah, it. That's also definitely something I fucking hate about Von Wagner. He, I just don't. I don't want to talk about him anymore. Um, the last thing was the women's tag title match. Uh, that happened. Caden Carter and Katana Chance retain over Zoe Stark and Thicky Steamboat, and then uh, Zoe Stark turns on. Nikita Lyons, Thicky Steamboat. Yeah. yeah, that was a huge shock. I was not expecting that at all. No, not at all. I I don't know. I guess like shocked is the word. Like not really much else to describe other than like I, I just want to know why. Got to figure out why. It's going to be more of that same bullshit. Like, yeah, she's going to say she's probably going to be like, uh, you were holding me back or something like that. When in reality. Yeah. I, I probably wasn't like Zoe Stark isn't like she's a good wrestler, but her character she's a great is wrestler terrible. She has no character at all. So yeah, she's holding herself back with her character work unless she's going to be a really good heel. And then at that point, sure, she could be a really good character and a future NXT Women's Champion if she keeps that up. But jury's out on that. We'll have to wait until next week to figure out exactly if it's going to be worth it. Yeah, exactly. Um, one more. Hold yeah, on. that was the main event. Yeah, ooh, the JD and Axiom match was good. Oh yeah, Axiom that was is great. That was great. Axiom is so good. Yeah, just uh, like just name? like J- this beer. J kid, A kid, I think is what he was called. A kid, yeah, yeah, he's very good. Yeah, I just want to know what he looks like, but I'm not gonna look it up. We literally saw him wrestling without a mask a couple months ago. Well, I don't remember that. (laughs) 
It was probably one of those episodes of NXT I didn't watch. It was several, which A-Kid is a lot. Res- Akid was in that tournament with with your boy, Odyssey Jones. Odyssey Jones, yeah, Akid was in that tournament. Odyssey Jones wasn't on TV this week, which was very upsetting. I need more Odyssey Jones in my life. It will make me tune into NXT more often and more. I don't know live, but <sighs> NXT just it's not it's not bad but it's not great i just need it to be better i need it to be more like the old nxt like they promised yeah agreed and by they i mean the internet anyways um let's finish out with dynamite uh i will say disclaimer i watched dynamite tonight i watched half of it on mute while we were recording so joe you want to take you want to take the lead here on dynamite yeah, so first match of the night is more of the same tag team turmoil, if you will. Uh, we started off with FTR and the Acclaim versus the Guns and Swerve in Our Glory, as we've seen building for several weeks. FTR and the Acclaimed win, which obviously either builds towards FTR and the Acclaimed having a title match or Please. FTR and the Guns having a title match or FTR and Swerve in Our Glory having a title match. We'll fucking see. It's probably going to be a fatal four-way match in a couple weeks here at Full Gear. Well, um, they already have the Acclaimed versus Swerve in Our Glory at Full Gear, but uh, they could oh, definitely yeah. change it. Yeah, that, that works. And then FTR versus the Guns, I guess. But I I think what I like the most, the thing I want to see most to save either save time for more other matches on the show or make the card shorter is a fatal four way here. I think that yeah. makes the most sense because I, you know, I hate an overly long PLE card. It's they're they're at eight already. And I, while I was watching dynamite, I knew I, I could think of like, I think two more matches that could be added to the, or that will be added. One of them being jungle boy and, uh, Luchasaurus. Let me see if I can figure out the other one just by looking at the card. Um, yeah, the other one. Oh, that's already in there. There are now nine matches on the card. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus <laughs> is a steel cage match. Mm-hmm. That's Which will uh, probably be really good. Yeah. Probably not going to get a lot of beers, though. Yeah. The only other thing I, I think that they can add right now that wouldn't be considered like filler would be the Wardlow match. Yeah, so that, that that's the only reason I'm talking about this segment here. Wardlow had a match versus Arya Davari. Didn't care about it at all. What actually mattered af- like during this match was after the fact when Samoa Joe turned on Wardlow, put him in a coquina clutch, and uh, choked him out. I wouldn't. Down. I actually wouldn't mind seeing a Wardlow Samoa Joe powerhouse Hobbs triple threat match for the TNT title. At full gear, I think that that would have some major potential. Yeah, could, we're definitely going to see that. Could hide Samoa Joe being super old and not moving very well anymore, where you could feature Wardlow and Hobbs throughout the match and have Joe go in and out, get his rest during the match and stuff. But um, the biggest thing for me on Dynamite was the MJF interview. And not so much about what he said, but because uh, he did it from the studio of uh, Pardon My Take, which was pretty wild. A little uh, Pardon My Take and MJF collab. 
which I was not expecting. This is merging my two worlds of being a fan of pardon my take in Barcel sports and as well as wrestling. Just not something you see every day for me. <laughs> yeah. What else you what else you got for Dynamite Joe? Yes. Yeah, so the only other thing that's like the only other two things that I want to talk about are one, the main event, which was great. And then obviously mm -hmm. two, the Britt Baker and Soraya stuff. Soraya being one hundred percent cleared for competition. And then unfortunately for Britt Baker is what she said. Unfortunately for Britt Baker, and then also I think unfortunately for us, not interested in this feud. And I know I should be. I really, yeah, we really should be, but yeah, it's. I don't match think is, she's going to be what is, she was. That match is not going to be good. Wait, is that match on the card? I think so. I already closed the Wikipedia page. I'm not going to look it up again. Um, if we're assuming that that's a match at full gear, which it probably is, but like. Yeah, it's it's, it's not number it's seven. Not, yeah, it's it's, it's not gonna be nine. good. Not gonna be good. Yeah, I'm not I'm not excited about it. I I feel like I should be because it's a return to the ring. But I like the whole time I'm gonna be worried about Soraya's neck, and I, it's just not something I really care to care about. The the reason it's not gonna be good is because one the obvious ring rust scenario here with Soraya, yeah, and two. Uh, Britt Baker is just not, I, I don't know, not good enough to hide the ring rust. Yeah, she's that not. That Soraya is going to have. She's, she's a great heel. I think she's great on the mic. She's a character. She's not, a character. Yeah, yeah, same thing we were talking about before. She's a character. She's not a great wrestler. And she's not a terrible wrestler either. No, she's she's good. She is very good, average. Great. Yeah, average. So hiding the ring rush and then also Soraya trusting her. It's just like, like Britt Baker's had too many botches where she could have hurt people. And I don't think Soraya is the person for as long like, as Soraya doesn't face Ty Conti. I think she's, a, she's, she'll be okay. <laughs> or Sasha Banks, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Jade oh, Cargill. Yeah. I, I, I like, I like this. I think the Soraya being signed to AEW thing. And also wrestling in AEW is just more, more of the TNA early two thousands TNA effect, man. Like mm -hmm. I don't want to say it because I really like AEW, but goddamn, there's so many comparisons to TNA and WCW now. Like, yeah, it's it's and dangerous. it's lining we're, we're... up. It's lining up like so perfectly. And it's the, scary. The, Jeff Jarrett put the nail in the coffin. Honestly. Yeah, it's 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 scary. I don't want it to happen. Uh, we need the elite back, basically. Yeah, and they're going to be back at full gear. Yeah, Who I don't know. Card will make an appearance. The elite. <laughs> I don't know in what capacity, but they'll be there. Yeah, that's for sure. At the end of the whatever ends up being the trios match, mm -hmm. that's when they'll come back. So I like put it down in pen. I will choose one of those three people to show up at full gear too much of a bitch to write it down in sharpie put it down in sharpie dude oh i got it for you right shit, here son that looks that like a, a sharpie pen that was a pen <laughs> i don't i don't have a sharpie here next to me put it down in dry erase marker dude here we go sharpie so a, oh sharpie pen 
Yeah, which are great. I highly recommend writing with these pens. Yeah, Sharpie immaculate. gel pens are, yeah, smooth like butter. Um, yeah, write it down. I'm picking one of those three people. I will probably pick one of those three people that you don't pick. Okay. <laughs> so it, it's free points, I think. Unless they get advertised to show up like Bray Wyatt did at Crown Jewel, then then we're fucked. That'd be tragic. Then don't write it down in Sharpie. Write it yeah. down in pencil at that it's, point. It's usually pretty easy, though, to predict AEW props. Mm-hmm. Like, will John Moxley bleed? Hmm, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something he would do. Um. All right, and then uh, the main event, Danielson and Guevara, two out of three falls. Yeah, bloody hard-hitting to uh, uh, like a a all-timer and an up-and-comer great great match yeah if you haven't seen it go watch it i didn't listen to it but i watched it while we were recording and it was quite good so and it sets up it sets up the match at full gear for the fatal four-way that still doesn't make all the sense in the world to me. You have two BCC members versus two JAS members. They're going to equalize each other throughout the match before Danielson eventually picks up the win. You think this is the one? I think it has to be. They can't continue this feud anymore after this. They can't. I don't know. I guess dude, it could I've... go to one more singles match, but no, they can't. Danielson's got to win this one. But if Danielson wins, then Jericho's going to want a rematch. Go ahead and have the rematch or... Just let just let Jericho do his thing on. Basically, it the doesn't matter singer. who wins. They're gonna on the Masked Singer. Oh, dude, you haven't seen that? No. There's some like uh dragon or dragon on the Masked Singer right now, dre- in a dress, like a pink dragon in a dress, and it it's definitely Jericho. Really? You gotta look that up after this recording. Masked Singer, and just look up dragon. Uh, yeah, Pink Dragon or Masked Singer Jericho, and you'll see it. Okay, it's hmm. definitely Jericho. There's no it's if it's not Jericho, it's Jack Black. But it, like, I'm I'm a hundred percent on this, and I I've only seen the clips. Okay, uh, I will consider checking that out. <laughs> you, I cannot confirm that I will though, because <laughs> he, he is singer. singing "Shut Up and Dance with Me." <laughs> Oh my god! Um, all right, we got anything else for dynamite? I don't have anything else. No. All right. Well, we're gonna close out then. Next week we have our last uh, retro pay per view before we get into a decent amount of um, predictions and beer rating shows because the next couple weeks. So. Really, the next so next week we've got No Way Out 2000 retro beer ratings. Uh, I don't know anything about the show, but the year 2000 in WWF was so much fun. It's going it's going to be a good pay per view. I can just feel it in my plums. And then the week after, we're doing Full Gear and possibly even some Survivor Series predictions if there are any matches announced, uh, because the following week on uh what am i about to say the following we're gonna take a break wait a second am i fucked up here no dude next week we do not have retro beer ratings we have full gear predictions predictions right yeah well the next retro pay-per-view we do is going to be no way out 2000 but next week we've got full gear predictions i'm all sorts of fucked up 
The week after that is the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, we're not going to do an episode that week. So the week after that, we will do uh, full gear and Survivor Series beer ratings. And if we have any uh, matches announced for Survivor, Survivor Series for next week's we'll show. We'll do some prelim predictions. Yeah, yeah, some preliminary predictions. Nothing official. That. Not going down on the card yet. but Full gear will be official, though. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. All right. Uh, so building up to those two shows, when we talk about the weekly recap next week, uh, the final build for uh, Full Gear and uh, second to last builds for Survivor Series and NXT is moving towards the deadline show where we get to see Von Wagner wrestle. Yay. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. We have been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan and Joe. And we'll catch you on down the road. <laughs>